Are you sitting comfortably? Good. Then we'll begin. We shall be as a city upon a hill. The eyes of all people are upon us. They can tell us we're crazy, and we can say, well, you haven't seen anything yet. Our society is complex, and we teach our students that they could just fix it. Go fix a military helicopter and see how far you get with that. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's so fun. Um, so, Jordan, welcome to the podcast, baby. I'm very welcome. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've been made feel very welcome oh, me. here. Um, I'm glad. Yeah, no, this is... Uh, I'm completing the trifecta now. Yes, of, of myself, Dylan and Danny. Yeah. Um, but I... I um, this is my first ever podcast of just kind of like... Oh my, like, obviously, my previous podcast experience is your, is your former podcast, but then, naively optimistic, I... I served as what we know as the jamie role yeah. in that and then just kind of like look shit up while the lads chat shit basically but yeah this is my first ever like podcast podcast it's like oh just sitting down and chatting shit like glad i can pop your cherry on this one. Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. pop my cherry anytime um so mr jordan i suppose like i i always say that i'm the least interesting out of my friends because obviously you have dylan who's a I'm rap artist you have <laughs> danny who is like uh just college successful college dropout from the better word and then you're an actor uh and here i am fucking around. Trying to be anyway, yeah. yeah so you said you started off getting into impressions like that that's how you started off how does that transition to then going to like being obsessed with hamilton and <laughs> like <laughs> how does that how does that transition from from like you know oh kermit the frog here to you know going going to musicals going to the west end and being utterly obsessed um like impressions was just something i used to do as a kid to make my parents laugh did and it work yeah oh, yes I, like that i i was good at it like it, it, i used to um like obviously you wouldn't have the t- the tone of voice as a kid to portray mm. but like i'd be able to replicate tonalities of like a famous person and just fucking go from it from there but like it wasn't necessarily that that was like oh i'm gonna become an actor or, or go learn the craft it was more so the fact that my brother was doing it since he was 12 and he was big in a stage school and well not not stage school but like he did some like stage course that was running through my school yeah and then whoever was running that said there's like this fucking musical down in dundrum in the mill theater and they, they invited him to go along and do that and he got hooked on it and i went to see the shows for years hmm. um and every year i was constantly asked are you doing it are you doing it? are you doing it um and i came close multiple times i was like yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. But like, being the the awkward kid I was, I was like, I'm already like not very well appreciated or respected in school, so this right. won't exactly <laughs> go yeah. down well. And is this in primary um, school or is it? It's secondary yeah. school. Oh, really? So like, yeah, I, I well, how old was my brother? My brother's twelve at the time, I think, when he started. Yeah. So I would have been about nine right. at the time when yeah. I started going to CD shows and stuff. So that was like my first kind of like I'd I'd been to shows before, but like first kind of like thing of seeing like community and amateur theater Mm. and like realizing like uh, that's what made me realize that sometimes amateurs are fucking good yeah and like uh, i think it it gets a bad name that amateur theater is like amateur when Mm. it's actually far from it particularly like in ireland nowadays Mm. but uh long story short uh i was constantly asked by people in the shows that my brother was in to go do them and i was like no no football (laughs) Football, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. Close, I'm trying to attain a, you know, rep, you know, yeah. like in, in school and I was trying to be a cool kid and I don't think 
getting up on stage and, and acting is is a cool thing to do at that age but uh i always admired my brother for being able to do that mm. throughout secondary school and, yeah. and like to be fair he, I, as far as i know he did kind of keep it on the down low um and even when i finally did it in sixth year which i was 18 or 17 when i turning 18 when i did my first show uh i kept him on the down low for a very long time yeah i mean i like yeah, yeah i know you yeah and then once once i I suppose it kind of happens with everyone in college. Once you go to college, then you're like, okay, I'm not gonna fuck. I'm just yeah, gonna, I don't know what that yeah. is. It's like w- once you leave secondary school, everyone's just like, yeah, I am who I am. I'm so unique and individual. Yeah, like, but I I remember like some of the lads actually came to see my first ever show, mm. and I actually feel sorry for them. <laughs> like, uh, who who was there? It was it was Danny Killian, Dylan was there, Aiden Coyle was there. King. Um, yeah, I I think I. Keenan was actually at my very first one, I think. Nice. That was, was in a, the Mill Theatre, was it? I actually did one in a little school hall beforehand, which yeah. w- it wasn't really a show. It was just kind of me testing the waters to um, to get on stage. And I'm going to confess something that I've rarely told people um, why I actually decided to do this little small gig before I went into my first musical. I was um, basically... <laughs> In the well, not to name any names, screwed over for a Deb's day Ooh. in sixth year, and being the socially anxious dude I was, and yeah. obviously uh, <laughs> still like not confident at all mm. in front of the women, it wasn't going to be easy for me to to find someone else to uh, like go to Deb. And like my, my dream was like, oh, I just want to go to Deb's, I just want to go to Deb's, like, and I don't want to go on my own. You know what I mean? And I was really like, interesting, yeah, yeah. fuck. So. Uh, I was sitting at my dinner table and there was two there was two reasons the thought process uh, behind it all. I was sitting there and uh, my brother was going to rehearsals for this show mm-hmm. that night and uh, or it was sorry it was the day before and he was going to rehearsals the, f- the f- night after and I just sat there and it's just like you know I'm sick of being what I define as a loser oh. and like no no it's I, I think it's funny now right okay, it, yeah. like I still am but like <laughs> it's. Uh, it's just a different kind of loser, a winning you know? loser. It's a winning loser. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what what happened there was two reasons I did it. It was like one, I'm sick of being anxious. Yeah, and I'm sick. Right. I I literally I knew I was turning eighteen very soon. I was like, am I what I wanted to be when I turned eighteen? Like, like the ten year old Jordan is looking at eighteen year old Jordan saying like, or would have had hoped that eighteen year old Jordan was this fucking did you have cool that fucking out? dude? Like, is that something that bothered you? Um, like when you reach eighteen, you wanted to be a certain way or a certain thing. I wanted to be confident and independent and, and all that stuff but like i wouldn't have been able to define it at that age right like, yeah, i wouldn't yeah. be able to like put it it's going to be confident so you're I just was, like i want to be cool yeah, yeah, I, yeah i just wanted to be like someone that a 10 year old looks at 18 year old jordan and goes yeah he's cool yeah, yeah i get you like <laughs> and uh, like the reason that i couldn't define it back then was because in primary school i was actually very popular and liked and yeah. like that that was the contrast going to secondary school not knowing a lot of people and being like surrounded by all of a sudden a lot of kids who were yeah. liked in school and then it's like well fuck i don't know where i fit in and i was like it was actually like my whole first and second year was like where the fuck am i actually fit in with people i was like it was, right, it was difficult right. to make friends but like once yeah. i did make friends it was, it was fine like and i managed to get through school quite well but um yeah it was uh that was one of the reasons mm-hmm. like going for it's like i'm socially anxious how the fuck do i become how do i accelerate the process of me becoming a man yeah okay. and, and like oh, becoming yeah, yeah. confident enough to actually take on the world and the second one was like well, I need a fucking Deb state now, don't I? It's like, what's the best way to, to get chatting to women? Musicals. Was that like a genuinely your thought process? Yes. Interesting. It, was, it was, wasn't It was the major motivation. Right. I'll, I'll be honest there. 
Uh, but it was one of them where I was like, well, I could simultaneously, like, you know, kill two birds with one stone here. I could, I could hopefully gain confidence. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, the problem was I couldn't go to a counter and buy something. Like, that's how anxious I was. I right. couldn't, like, pick something up and go buy it. Yeah. Um. I I remember. Uh, <laughs> I used to get sent into the credit union after school. Sometimes I used to be shitting myself. Going really? In. I used to be so scared going in. Like, oh, it was it was awful. Um, like I used to get given the like my dad would sometimes pick me up after school and on like a Thursday or Friday and go. That was like credit union day. It was like we run into credit union. You say like, this is what you do. Give them and I was like I had to double check like the eighteen foot kind of make sure I don't give the wrong fucking one. Yeah. Terrifying. Terrifying. And that's when I was like, when I was just like can't happen it can't happen again yeah so that's why that's why i went on the the whole journey of becoming um that and i remember the opening night of the first show i did one of the dudes who was like had seen me from the start Mm -hmm. and it was only like two months of rehearsals he was just like you've come out your shell a bit and i was like that's exactly what i wanted to hear it's like finally we're getting somewhere uh and i to be honest like that's what just spiraled into and like back then couldn't do anything Mm. couldn't do anything on stage as i said i i knew i could act in some way shape or form and i managed to just do acting kind of stuff but they also forced me to sing and i couldn't sing a note so i had to learn how to sing it in a way that didn't sound fucking awful mm. um so i just i remember even like having mental breakdowns over fucking singing a verse in a lame is song um that russell crowe sang in the movie and if anyone knows that film we know russell crowe was a fucking disgrace in that oh, film. No. <laughs> vocally anyway um so like to emulate of that yeah it's not a good thing um <laughs> so like yeah they kind of just threw shit at me and then i actually wanted to do acting stuff so i did actually put myself t- forward for an acting p- a piece in like a little dialogue piece in the show yeah uh, with my brother at the time actually and uh they loved it and i was like cool like i just want to be an actor like i don't want to sing just want to act yeah, yeah it's yeah. like because that's where the impression comes into it then sure. i was like i knew i can do impressions so i was like i can act yeah. everyone's kind of act i used to make little home movies and stuff um and windows I movie maker pro over here yeah yeah i used to like get creative and shit like yeah. some some of the shots i actually got with a fucking webcam on a laptop my parents actually go how the fuck you do it <laughs> like you know when those like continuous takes they understand that like if you leave a camera in one place do a take and then like then just record in the exact same space and do another take yeah. and it's like it looks like someone's chasing someone or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and it's like yeah no it, it was just fun but yeah Long story short, I went into that and basically took all these like little things like anxiety, impre- my skill and impressions and and just basically needing access to the, the female gender in some way, shape yeah. or form. Um, and I took all that and it was like musicals and, and theater and plays and fucking all that community that I'd never tapped into before. And it was a it was a good choice. Because it, it led to success in that yeah, area. It seems it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what was it like for the first time when you got up on stage and like you're in, in front of a group of people? Like, you know, you're behind the stage, you're in the green room, you're just like freaking out going, like running over your lines in your head. Like, what's that like? Um, I've never had trouble with like um, lions or anything like that. So like there was no like panic from that side of things. Right. It was more so, fuck, I'm doing this. It was mm. just the more so like, I'm actually doing this. And I remember like curtain just opened and like, the thing is, people are always like, depending on the theater you're in, like, so, like some people ask you, like, when after a show, like, did you see me? I was in the third row. Like, you can't see anything. Yeah. You, like, most of the time, the smoke and the fucking light, you can't see shit. And I was actually afraid to look out in the audience because I was so afraid of, like, coming across as, like, you know, when those kids when they're school playing, they're like, 
looking at the yeah, like they're the tree yeah. or something and they're like looking at their mouth with the video camera and they're like paying attention to the scene and they're like it's like you don't want to look like one of that like a deer in headlights kind of thing so i was like i was afraid to look in the audience anyway mm. but like so i was kind of glad i couldn't see anything i was just like i was in my own little world in a sense yet every now and then you'd hear a laugh or an applause and it's like what the fuck <laughs> it's so weird like, yeah it's it's so it's just weird it like you can't describe what it's like um being on stage for the first time and when like the curtain opens and all of a sudden oh fuck i'm i'm in yeah it's like and you have to do this thing that you've 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 basically rehearsed and prepared for and it's like there's just a massive fucking oh shit moment but once (laughs) like ask anyone once the show starts and you're you're there it's just flow there's no like you're just doing it yeah so is it like you've rehearsed enough time so that once you open your mouth you're fine yeah and that's what rehearsals there for at the end of the day because the last like I've had experience where I've I've been severely under rehearsed, particularly for Panto and stuff like that. Mm. And you've gone out and you've just been like, "Fuck, I have to throw the script out the window. I don't know." And it's like I just have to improvise. And it was like, yeah, <laughs> I had some embarrassing situations. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Only recently as well, uh, one one show we did only had about five days of rehearsals, and it was like a lot of shit to learn. And I went out one scene. It was just one scene. It's just like I nearly kicked myself afterwards. I was really pissed off myself, but at the same time, it's like what could you expect like yeah <laughs> so i just was like i remember turning to the guy actually and it's just like i don't know my lines or whatever in the, in the character is like can you tell me what my line is next otherwise we'll just have to commit like i actually just could not fu- it was the most embarrassing thing in my life but it was like the last thing i want is like the audience it made the audience laugh though because they kind of knew there was a basically a statement put out to say that this panda was thrown together in like literally a few days right so they kind of so like, know what they were getting yeah, yeah. yeah so like the fair. first the first few shows were a bit bumpy um but like it was just embarrassing and it's actually something that it was the best teaching i ever had of being mm. like okay it took me four years of being on stage to be the first time where i was like fuck i'm lost i'm lost on stage i don't That's know what to do and like yeah. especially after you have five days because a panto has a lot more than just lines there's singing there's choreography and all of that jazz that you have to kind of like prepare yeah. for and i was playing gaston as well which is it was <laughs> annoying because i really liked it <laughs> and i yeah. fucked up one scene and it's like even though like it was it means nothing in the grand scene. No one gives a fuck about yeah. Panto at the end of the day. It's like, if I did it in a musical, I would have actually like probably retired. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I would never let that happen in the musical sense. But uh, yeah, no, that, that shit just happens. But I suppose comparing the feeling to, to when the curtain, to go back on that, to when the curtain first opens and when the show is over mm. and you can be yourself in the bows and, and so forth. It's like, that's what keeps you coming back yeah like you'll never come back for the anxiety beforehand or like that oh Obviously. fuck moment yeah, yeah yeah you'll always come back for the i did it that moment that's kind of cute yeah. i was like it doesn't matter how shit the production was and i've been part of a few shit productions like, i I'll wholeheartedly say it and like <laughs> i won't name any names or anything like that because i could potentially be crucified but <laughs> i've been part of a few terrible productions and when i look back and i'm like look i'm happy i did what i did i'm happy what i did in that but if I look at it as a whole, I'm actually sorry for the people that are in the audience. Well, like, if you have, like, five days to rehearse something, it's not great, like... Yeah, like, there there were certain situations like that, but there's stuff where it's, like, you'd be rehearsing and you're just like, why the fuck did I sign up for this? Oh, really? Yeah, there, there were so many times where I've worked with people and it's like, these people could be the nice people on Earth, they could be mm. the most talented actors in the, in the world, but they're fucking assholes to work with. Christ. And it's just like, ugh, like, what can you do? And, and like like this stuff with directors and stuff like that because a good actor is only as good as as a director at the end of the day unless like the actor fully understands what he needs to do which which i feel like i've kind of been 
on my own a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Well, not a lot of times, but just a few times where it's like, right, I'm on my own here. I have to completely go off my own. For and that's fine because sometimes the director would just be like, no, what you're doing is perfect. I don't need to, like, I'll stop you if I need to. Right, yeah. But like, but there's sometimes where you're just like, this part is nothing. How the fuck do I make it something? It's your job to watch me and tell me what to do. Um, and like, th- it's that kind of shit where you're just like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm very selective with what I do from now on. And that, uh, that only has like come recently before the pandemic where I was like, I'm not doing a show if this is what's going to happen again. It just, it's not happening. So, uh, Long story short, I pulled myself out of one of a lot of shows that I was asked to do. Do you think you have to like work your way up in terms of gathering some accolades on that front? And to the point where you can say like, oh, I actually don't want to do that one. Yeah. Um, because I imagine like if you're just starting off, you want to be in everything. You're like, <gasps> yeah, because you, you get the bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like, I just want to be on stage. I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. I just, mm. just want to do it. Uh, and what, what happened there was uh, I, I, I had a chip on my shoulder because one thing i realized i think probably after my second third show was like uh it was actually the first audition i ever did which was for uh, a show called how succeeding business whatever you're trying and it was in front of this big fucking esteemed director from mm. ireland like he's a local celebrity he's been in the book gosh he's been fucking everywhere like anyone who's listening knows me they probably know who the fuck i'm talking about uh <laughs> i'll just say his name i'm not the fate i'm actually praising the dude his name's own canon right and there's probably a few people that know him like if, if they're if they, if they know me and they're listening they probably know who he is and i remember like not knowing who the fuck he was when i went into the audition and i was like only after the audition i came out i was like that went really well and i looked this dude up and i was like holy fuck he's on the west end he's done everything right i was like fuck so that was my kinda, first he's, audition he's kind of a big deal like yeah and i got some good feedback off the audition and oh. that's when i realized i have potential i was like i can fucking mold myself into something here so did you get feedback from him or mm. oh wow yeah uh the, like and uh, to be honest of of what was said it was like i actually didn't get much on that one thing i pride myself on is reading someone's face and body language mm. and the way he was looking at it and looking at me was like it was like unreal it's like I've I've ticked something off because at the time I was I was eighteen I yeah. was actually doing my leaving cert it was middle of leaving cert when I did this this audition it was after maths paper two or something like that Christ um, so I went down like straight after the exam mm. uh, and did the audition and it was the first time I was like holy shit that was terrifying but like Jesus I I didn't get cast in a part like I only auditioned to get into the show it wasn't for a part mm. um when I actually first auditioned for a part it was actually the first part I got. Uh, like like lead kind of not not the lead but like a principal character right um and then that yeah and like but it was up until only 2019 where it was like right acting is what i want to do and like it was like any like what if it's singing i'll just like if i can sing i can sing if i can't i can't uh and then it was all just acting focused and then unfortunately i realized fuck i gotta learn to sing like and, and but it just got better and better and better yeah over time and then and then yeah now now i'd actually pride myself more of a singer than an actor which is crazy mm. crazy but it's very when i heard you in chat me and the lads were just sitting down like astounded we're like what that that was the first time you heard me wasn't it I yeah mean, yeah it was the first time i'd seen you act let alone heard you sing yeah i look back at the chat i'm just like i couldn't sing like that that's that's how my like and like it's weird i look back at every show i've I've done except probably one that i did at the start of 2020 whereas like that's the only show where i've looked back and said yeah i'm singing well there and like there's so, like two leading roles i did was was chad and in, in Alter group and, and robbie and the wedding singer and like at robbie 
I was confident that I'm a singer now. Yeah. And I listen back to that now and I'm like, you weren't a singer, mate. Like, you just weren't. And it's like, you could do it. Yeah. You could do yeah. it. But like, there's levels. There's fucking levels to this shit. And like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, I don't know. I just became obsessed with learning how to sing. And then like, and if anyone's listening, I'm still listening at this point, I'd say like, if you believe you can't sing, you fucking can. And it's all about finding your voice and I, I fully mean that because i used my first very first rehearsal when they gave me fucking sheet music and they said just fucking sing when the fucking piano player plays this i talked the lyrics i didn't know what my voice was right okay. i d- didn't know how to do it couldn't access it like even if you said like sing lines of song i didn't know how don't think i ever tried to sing yeah what like as a kid you had like those choir things but like from like all the adolescents and all the teen years, I don't think I opened my mouth to sing once. And if it did, if I did, I guarantee you it was fucking abysmal. Like, so, <laughs> that's why I'm like, well, if I learned, anyone can. I just took the time to, to invest in it. It's like anything, put time into something, you just fucking learn and you learn how, it, like, it, it's a muscle at the end of the day. Yeah. It's like if you fucking curl away enough times, your bicep's going to get big, like, and like, with enough rest and enough, like, like kind of tactical kind of around it like our tactics we should say around that you're gonna strengthen it and it's like that's the way i i treat i treated singing and it's like every time every time where i felt like okay i've reached my range it's like that's the highest i can sing comfortably that's the note where i might be like i can chance it and like if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't every time i think that i then go beyond that kind of thing which is like i i can actually say now i don't know what my range is going to end up being and like when it's gonna start just teetering off kind of thing. But that's a weird concept because like at least if you're in a gym and you're doing reps, you know what the end result is. Like you're saying like, oh, my highest note is this. And then like you could keep just all you have to do is like keep singing. And then for like, is that right? And then like a month later, what, you find what, out what your actual range is. What tends to happen is you, you fucking like you do a show and let's say the highest note was an A flat or whatever the fuck. Right. And you're like, fuck, like A flat's high or like and it, it still is high like I'm not saying like it's not high anymore like yeah. it, it's still fucking high it's very hard to hit um, for especially for dudes and what what tends to happen is I'll do that show I'll, I'll sing that note I'll get by or whatever and then a few months down the line I'll just revisit that note and all of a sudden whoa it's so much easier now and I'd like just practicing in between that time but not t- particularly singing that song I noticed mm. and then coming back to it it's like wow fuck I wish I could do it like that now or like back then when yeah. we were actually doing the fucking show that's why like every show I've done I'm like I want to go back and play it because <laughs> it's like I, I could have been better yeah um, yeah like it's that's it's just it's weird um, but it's yeah <laughs> that's that's a lot about the story behind that's interesting singing and so, shit yeah but like that's so strange because like most people don't do it you know I, I suppose that's like anything but that's something that you have to like really put yourself out there for and yeah. like that's scary to a lot of people like i'm fairly sure most people's common fear are heights snakes front uh and then stage fright like everyone has the dream where they're like naked in front of the school yeah this is where i i feel like i'm a bit weird um i cannot sing in front of people i know in an intimate setting right so if you like say you Danny and Dylan are sitting around and say Jordan sing whatever fucking song you think you can sing best I can't do it there's a m- massive mental block there this is actually something that's mad I've never practiced in my gaff with anyone else being there I have to be on my own uh, and I think 
Yeah, because you were saying earlier that like you try to do it in the car, but the oxygen isn't right. The, not that the oxygen, like I, I don't know what the scientific it's exact exact wording that was said to me is like the oxygen in the car just isn't right. Like when you yeah, no, like uh, that's just Jordan being a gobshite. But like maybe it is oxygen. Oh, who knows? I, I I just know like being in a space where like it's cramped and shit. Like I used to go into the car. I don't yeah. do it anymore because I just realized it's so futile. Um, like I was going into a car and the car like. Like you're in a car just on the road and like you're in a car and you're in a car like <laughs> but like you're you're in a car um <laughs> i can't stop saying it now i'm in a car on the road i'm in a car on the road and i'm, I'm trying to fucking sing these fucking really complex songs because one thing is like i'm never gonna if i know i can cover something i'm like i'm not gonna practice that. i'm gonna practice what what fucking challenges mm-hmm. uh what challenges me so like i was looking at these mad fucking songs and like you're just sitting in a car real tight cl- and you're trying to hit these fucking like notes that deserve to be played in front of a fucking audience of thousands of people in a massive auditorium it's like i i, I always thought like oh, i used to come out of the car and so tomorrow i was like why the fuck can't i do that mm. and then like if i ever got the house to myself then and i started practicing and singing that exact same fucking thing all of a sudden I'm, i sound like an angel mm. i'm like where the fuck and then i'll go to the car the next day and it's shit and i for some reason it took me ages to figure it out and i don't know what it is maybe it is my mental Maybe it is, but like I'm telling you now, oxygen in the car, like, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but <laughs> basically, yeah, it, it was. It's weird. It's weird, and like I can't perform in front of in front of friends or family or, or anyone that knows me. Uh, yet, if I'm on stage mm. and they're in the audience, I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't care. It's so. It's weird. I. I'm more comfortable performing in front of an audience than my friends family and in rehearsals in rehearsals i'd be more nervous than i would be going for stage like going on stage and i think it kind of stems from a fear of failure a little bit because i know by the time if i get around to the show itself i won't fail it's like i've had enough prep up to that point yeah so it's like i'm not going to fail it yeah, yeah. but it's like it's the fear of the trial and error in front of these people i think that kind of makes me like I don't want to sound like I don't want to like basically sing to these people and all of a sudden like fuck up yeah. and it's like shit they're probably gonna think I'm terrible now even though like I'm still learning it or I'm still like mm. but like the w- it's it's just a standard it's a weird standard I hold hold myself at and it's like and there has been multiple times in rehearsals where I've made a show of myself and it's like one time I actually nearly did vocal damage to myself and fun fact it's on my Instagram story highlights there's a video of a little boomerang of me screaming. In rehearsals, and I actually did damage to myself for about those, a week. Um, what are they called? Nodes? I don't think it was nodes, but like I lost my voice for like, Ooh. like so. And I remember sitting with the musical director the day, the day off, like actually just straight after I did the song, basically, and he was like, "Yeah, dude, like we need to stop. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing there?" And I was just like, "I don't know. I was like, I don't know what happened. I, I became so obsessed with performing, so much energy and passion for all these people around me that I, I ended up doing damage to myself." And it was like, it what happened? Kind of shook like, me. Did you scream? Like, what was the? So, if anybody knows the wedding singer, uh, even it like this, you don't need to know the musical. It's in the it's in the film with Adam Sandler. There's a scene where he sings this song called "Somebody Kill Me," and it's his his young one just left him at the altar basically, mm-hmm. and he's all depressed and all that. You know, you know, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and he's sitting there and he's strumming along the guitar, guitar basically saying, um, he wants to kill himself and he wants someone to kill him for him and it's like and it it goes from like singing very low to just pure screaming but the screaming has to be on key oh. <laughs> um see in the movie version it's very tame 
but the way it's portrayed in the musical version and plus you're on stage it has to be more over the top anyway yeah, yeah. um it's fucking difficult it's actually the one of the hardest things i ever had to do on stage and now but that's the funny thing i look back at that now and just like that's so easy what the fuck's wrong with you like it's like why was that so difficult then mm. it's it's just it's just a natural progression but it's a beautiful progression in that sense that's kind of cute yeah um so that's interesting and then yeah how how does that how does that guide you to do what you want to do after school like is, does that have any impact on what you're like why do you put it down the cao and how, how do you go from like having this ideal as like that's going to be me and that's my definition of success to well i'm actually going to study european law yeah um see when when obviously we're doing leave a certain and and all that cao shit my, myself i was uh very uh look i had no idea that Mate. this is something that i could do yeah, uh, yeah, yeah so it was like that's like the, the growth just in my own like ability and, and confidence in my ability just kind of just happened and, and like it's like oh shit it's, it's all of a sudden just here and basically like so when i put down law in my, in my cao yeah um i was like yeah look we're doing this and then probably like halfway through my second year i was like i want to do acting mm. and and say and like performing like full-time court but like at the time like I had that mindset where it was like, that's not going to get you anywhere kind of thing. Like, and I think a lot of people do have that. And in, in some ways it is true. Like you'd be an idiot if you, if you said like, like, Oh no, just do what you love, bro. You, yeah. You'll be happy. You'll yeah. be grand. You'll get a job. It's like, this is acting and this is performing. And it's like, it's cutthroat. Mm. Like it's not easy to fucking succeed in. And you do in some ways do need a security blanket. And there are some people who go in there without a security blanket and fucking nail it. And it's like amazing. But there's some people who've risked it all and then they kind of fall yeah. short. And it's like, like I'm all for both mindsets there, mm -hmm. like for risking it or just taking it, taking a kind of a slower approach, a more calculated approach. Uh, but I was always like, okay, if I do it, it'll be a more calculated approach. And so my whole idea was finish the degree and that was it. And I said, I don't, I actually was like, kind of, because I was working with people who did professional work and they were like, I yeah. never trained in anything. And I was like, oh, awesome. So I don't need training, right? Right. Uh, and then I went for, for auditions for professional gigs and they were like, amazing, where'd you train? And I was like, I, I haven't. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, and that's actually a red flag for them. Oh, really? Because they're like. So when you say training, yeah. you mean have gone to a college and like trained in a specific area? Like what's, what's like that like? Just, just some form of like mo most of the time I get that I'm vocal trained and I've never had any vocal teaching. Right, if, okay. I, if any vocal teaching, it's been myself and working with musical directors, like playing the parts and, and so forth. Like it's just been practice. But like, um, yeah, it's uh, it's just it's, it's, it's weird because like I think I actually kind of lost my opportunity a little bit by saying I wasn't trained because mm. uh, they think i have a lot of bad habits then and maybe i do like i'm yet to have someone say that's a bad habit mate because fair, i haven't fair. done any of this stuff yet um and i say yet because uh, like yeah. it's in the works at the moment but uh hopefully hopefully it works out uh but like it was kind of once i adapted the mindset that no like i want to do this uh well it, wa it wasn't until i set out a goal for myself uh, in the amateur game kind of thing mm. and uh it was it was I had to win uh, an Ames Award or be nominated for an Ames Award by the time I turned 30. And what happened was uh, I, I set that goal and I was like, that's all I can focus on. Right. It's like, I just have to get good enough to play this kind of role that will suit me and then I'll get nominated for an award. And it was like, it was just a process. Like, it's like, but once I, that's my goal. And like a lot of people who, if there anyone is 
is there is anyone from Ames listening right now and they're like it's not about awards it's like please let me know comple- I completely agree with you like uh, but the, the, my whole point is it, my whole approach to it wasn't necessarily I'm after the award I'm after like just to make an yes it was a selfish and ego- egotistical thing where it's like I want something to my name I want to be in a history but that book is somewhere. the profession like you know what I mean yeah but but like that's the thing like it's almost it's a sin to chase Ames awards if you, if you get me like chasing awards for some reason is looked down upon right so they want you to be like I'm doing this art for the yeah, art yeah it's like yeah, I'm yeah, having yeah, fun yeah. it's only yeah. a game it's only amateur at the end but I was like no if people are fucking paying to see I want to be the fucking best yeah and it's like it's I, I, I've that's why like I've just been so ambitious when, when it comes to that and it's like I've always looked at every single part and every single thing it's like see what you're doing you did amazing but I can learn to do better than you Yeah. and it's like I've just had that approach and there has been once where I was like oh my okay no I can't do that <laughs> it's like not yet mm. <laughs> but that's I'll always kind of continue that cycle but b- basically um, when, when it comes to AIMS awards mm-hmm. it's like for some reason, it's looked down upon the chaser. Yeah. I, I, I just don't know why. But I set my goal and I was like, I'm going to do that thing. And it's just going to be measuring more so how far I've come along. And the quicker I do it, the better. And then it was actually the night before I got the the news that I got nominated for my first one. It was, uh, well, my only one. <laughs> I'm saying that like, well, I've got seven so far. Uh, like, <laughs> it was actually at Dylan's gig. Remember the Raw? Yes. Thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, remember fondly where where Danny shaved his head, and I couldn't go out that night, uh, which is because I had an audition the next day for the part that I needed ah, the vocal damage in. Right, okay. uh, so I had I had an audition the next morning, but also the Ames Awards were coming out that morning. Like who was nominated? Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then like I got I got the the nod, and and like I was actually sorry when I was at Dylan's gig, I said to Danny and, and Gary was there, shout mm. out to Gary. Um, and I, we were talking about it because Gary actually knew some of the guys that he's come so far, Gary, he's mine now. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like I was talking to Gary about people that we both know through it. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I was talking, Oh, there's actually these things happening tomorrow. And I was like, and I was like, I was talking to, I think I was talking to Danny and Gary at the time. I was like, you know, that goal I said about 30 years of age, let's make it 24. It's like, it has to happen before 24 now. Cause like I was, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't expecting a nomination. Mm. I knew I did such a good job. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. <laughs> the voice is giving up on me here. But, but uh, I knew I was doing such a good job. Yeah. <laughs> we have to clip that now. <laughs> nah, baby. <laughs> Go on, shame me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I knew that... You had like, to do such a good job? I remember the girl I was going out with at the time. When when I got the part, mm-hmm. she, was, she was the second or third person I called. And cause, like I remember I cried when I got that part, actually. In the middle of Manute campus, by the way. What a king. Because I, I got a text from the, the basically, not necessarily casting director, but they're playing that role. So it's right. basically someone on the committee of the yeah, society. Yeah. And they text me in the middle of a business lecture. It was one of the f- only lectures I went to that year. Uh, but I think I was actually going into college kind of taking mind off things because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was waiting for the call. And I got, a th- I got a text and saying, are you free to call right now? And I was like, oh, okay. And like, so it's just like about 20 minutes in the lecture, I just walked out. I was just like, right, yeah, I'm free now. Call me. And uh, I took the call and I said, look, I'm going to offer you the part. And, and this is like, 2019, oh, yeah. right? Uh, late 2018. Late 2018, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because I remember there was a point, and I don't know if it was 2019 or 2018, where Danny would just call me and he'd be so concerned. He'd be like, Ryan, Jordan's just not like doing college. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't give a, it doesn't give a rats. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? He's like, like, he just doesn't care. And like, how do, how do you do that? Like, how do you, if I, 
Yeah, I, I know where he's coming from there because what, what happened there. But even if you're about that failure thing, I have such like exam anxiety on that front. I'd be so scared if I failed an exam. Yeah, like I, I just knew that I, if I just studied night before, I could pass. I think that was it. And I was just like, look, I don't need this shit. It's like, just give, like, I, I, I was very much like, I'll predict what comes up on the paper. And usually I was right. And it's like, even if I was wrong, I was able to shy talk my way out of the situation. Like, I, like one thing, like college exams are hard. I'm not going to say they aren't. Uh, but I think there's a bit more leeway there if you know how to shy talk. That's right. Yeah, and, yeah. and like something me and Danny always say, we've PhDs in shy, shy talk. Like, so like it's, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know why Danny's saying that because when I got this part, that's what led to the whole personal training diet and getting into shape yeah. and i went to danny and i was like look i need to get into this shape uh shout out the physiotrician uh <laughs> i need to get in this shape in this month i think it was 12 yeah. weeks or whatever and uh he um was basically like well you have to do this this yeah, and this yeah. and like we kind of agreed that i was going to work with him and it was actually would have been his like first client at the time and uh i was like cool 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 uh right what do i need to do and he's like well at least three times a week workouts whatever the fuck and he was like yeah cool i'll skip college and i just like i just didn't give a fuck like i called it i never went to a tutorial uh i got loads of emails saying you need to go attend the tutorials and stuff and i was like no i don't i i just need to sit the exam and i was like i, I know i know what i'm doing yeah uh like yeah no I that's just ballsy i neglected college um fuck. for acting because like i always just had this thing and it's probably such a weird deluded vision to have but it's like what's more important to you right now it's like is it college no it's like you're gonna you know you're gonna get the degree anyway no matter what like mm. um like and it was so bad that in my last year uh law i uh i basically i was doing a show close to the exam times and i said fuck the exams i'm focusing on the show uh, i'm focusing on enjoying myself and then i'll, go, I'll sit, gladly sit the repeats and i went in and sat i think seven repeats in like six days Jesus. and managed to pass and walked out with a degree and it's just like it's just like right I, I was right to put my focus where <laughs> where it went. Now the degree was in no way like where where it could have been like mm. as regards what, how I could have done, but like I was glad I I made that sacrifice because uh, at the end of the day it made me a lot happier. And then when I got the law degree, I was basically like, right, I'm just gonna put this way and never use it again. And it's just that's when I I went to working full time in in retail. Then I ended up working with, with Danny and and so forth. And then working with Danny has led me to the realization that I have the time to go and study this and I can potentially fund it myself now. Uh, if 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 I need to, but uh, we're hoping for good news from the scholarship. Yeah, I was going to ask for that. So what's what's the crack with that? Is, when you apply for that scholarship, what does that entail? Yeah. So basically, uh, like I think the best way to describe it is, uh, what they ask for the audition yeah. is you sing two songs, one that's contemporary, like more modern kind of, and one that's legit, like pre nineteen sixty five musical theater, whatever the fuck, and you have two monologues, uh, a classic monologue and a, and a contemporary one. And, like, I did, like, Shakespeare for classic and whatever the fuck. And basically, you send them in, and uh, they basically tell you if you're successful or not to get an interview. And then they basically, uh, I think you were actually the first guys I told when I, yeah, when you I got the, the interview. interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they gave me the interview, and then I did the interview. <laughs> and uh, I'm still waiting back to here. Like, so I, I managed to get past the audition process. But, like, to be honest, like, I wouldn't have sent the videos in if I knew i wasn't gonna get through the audition like i yeah. i know i know they weren't gonna watch them and go like yeah he's shit right, like right, <laughs> like i wouldn't have sent them if, if they did um and i'm pretty sure anyone that kind of sends the videos in would have got picked you know what i mean like, cause like it, yeah, if you are sending videos into right. that capacity they have to be good yeah like if you're sending in something terrible what why, yeah, you, you, don't, do you like, can't be coming out of speech and drama thinking you're the bees yeah. knees and then yeah, yeah that makes sense like so um did they give you feedback on your auditions in the in the 
Yeah, and it came back to the same thing. Where'd you train? Oh, and I was like, <laughs> I'm trying. I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. I was like, that's why I'm here. Like, yeah. And they uh, like they ask questions like, why, why, why am I there? And I was like, well, I set a goal for myself, which is the Ames Award. Uh, I got nominated for that. Done that. Done dusted. I was like, now what's next? Mm. Like, this is next. I need to learn from from the best in the in the biz and like. Not saying that they are the best in the biz. I, I, I genuinely don't know that. <laughs> like, I genuinely don't know who's the best. And, like, you hear all these things about different academies and the different shit. But, like, I had a friend who did this course. And she's still doing the course at the moment. She was actually the first winner of the, winner of the scholarship and stuff. And I was just like, look, I'm just going to fucking ask her. What's the course like? What what will I learn? What the fuck will I do? And she yeah. was like, this, 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 this. And I was like, it's. she was like, it's pretty full on. I was like, that's what I wanted to hear. Awesome. Mm. I'll do it. And I was like, I just put myself forward for a scholarship then. And then, look, we're just waiting. I suppose, like, we're here in the next few weeks if, if, I, if, it's fuck, if I fucking got it. And even if I don't get it, fuck it, we're going to do it anyway. We'll find a way to fucking do it. Like it's So no matter what, you're going to go and get training? Yeah, I have to. Yeah. It's what I want to do. And it was only, like, during the lockdown, obviously, all that shit just went fucking gone, gone. Like, yeah. So, like, it was, it was kind of difficult. And it, it did affect a lot of, like, to be cliche about it, like, the mental side of things. It was like, ah, fuck, what do I do now? Like, mm. um, and it kind of stalled my progress a lot because it was going up and up. But, but one thing I realized, it didn't at all. Because if, like, it was when, like, only recently before the audition where I realized, no, I'm good enough now. Like, mm. I'm confident I can get it now. It's, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, oh, maybe if I do this well. Yeah. The, it, it was just like, no, 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 like, I'm at that level now. I'm at that level where they can give, like, so the people I've seen this win the scholarship is like, I'm at that level. Mm. They, they take me now. So, like, yeah, it's just fucking, it, w- it was nice because like, having that goal of recording four audition tapes and, and working towards it and, like, the fucking headache of choosing what fucking songs to sing and what monologues to pick, that got me excited for it again. That's what just reaff- reaffirmed everything that's like, okay, this is what I want to do. And then, look, that's, that's, now we're just hoping that it's, it's it's something I don't have to personally put out of pocket for yeah. and hopefully someone pays for me to do it. Um, plus, that's always a, a fucking great thing to have in your CV at the end of the day and it's, it's a nice accomplishment to, to get a scholarship for something like that. It's such a wholesome approach, mate. I never heard someone be so passionate about something. Oh, like that that's... Sorry, but I remember the first conversation that you and I ever had like privately when we were on the way to Snow Patrol. Snow Patrol. Like yeah, we have to explore this night as well. Sometimes. Sorry. Myself and Jordan are good <laughs> friends and we've been in the same friend group for about six years now. Uh, I don't, I've only ever had like... Th- this is my first one-on-one conversation with Jordan about like two years into us actually hanging around for a solid amount of time. Yeah, you know that awkward kind of thing where like you're left with someone that you know but like you've never spoken to before? One of those encounters. Yeah. I was like, we, we, we were open to that challenge. So yeah, yeah, 100%. Okay, because I remember getting the text from Danny and he was like, uh, yeah, so Jordan has a spare ticket to Snow Patrol and uh, it's not really my kind of thing, baby. Would you be interested? And I was like, you know what? Absolutely 100% I'd be interested. So myself and Jordan meet up and I pick him up <laughs> and uh, we go to the Lewis and we have to get the Lewis into town to go to, to, go to the concert. And uh, literally like it is now, like it has been for the past like hour... Uh, it was just me sitting there going, so Jordan, musicals? And Jordan would just <laughs> be like, This is one thing I will admit about myself. If you just tell me, talk about what you're passionate about, I won't shut up until someone actually says, stop. But that was so funny. I was just, Danny, like, I was, I was like, Danny, like, I know you and Jordan are like closer than we are. So like, what do you do in this situation? He says, just wind them up and let them go. And I was just like, so Jordan, uh, Ham- Hamilton, what's that? Have you not heard of it? I was just sitting there going like, what? What am I doing here? 
Oh my god! But any- we we ended up bonding over seeing Snow Patrol, whose songs I had no clue what were until I actually heard them. I was like, "Oh yeah," and I, I was like, one. "Mate, you're gonna love it." I know that one. <laughs> I know that. And then um, after the concert, we kind of went home, and I was like, "Jordan, the 1975, the 1975, the 1975," and he was like, "What?" At this point, sorry, I only made this point today as well. The only thing in your music library was like a Snow Patrol album and the Hamilton set list. Yeah, I was new to Spotify at the time. That's so funny. But like, you, I was like, oh, do you listen to music? Mainly musicals. And that was it. And it was just... <laughs> it was homework. <laughs> it was homework. Uh, uh, like, it was like, I always just considered listening to musicals. And especially like, see, I I think one, one thing that I, I've always done really well is what how i actually get inspired to do something in, in musicals and, and play certain parts is i listen to that part and i just can imagine me doing it mm. and one weird thing i've never said this to anyone actually gary's the only person i ever said this to and we were pissed at the time Great and i was like i was like yeah so i was like it's it's weird uh the way i'd explain it is when i visualize myself performing in this part mm-hmm. in this like i imagine like the full professional fucking like everything is like amazing and and uh for some reason I, I don't necessarily imagine what i'm doing it's actually the people i know in like just people i know who who would come to see this their reaction to seeing me do that yeah, yeah and yeah, it's too. it's weird it's weird that i come like i don't know why i come from it from that perspective rather than just like look at me i'm great i'm on set it's always like the people like and i'm not gonna lie individual visual visualizations uh you've been there multiple times uh oh in the in the audience yeah oh, you've, been, you've been one of the the spectators that i've always met like it, it's just it's, i don't know it's usually actually uh it's usually actually people that um like aren't in the scene it's like people that was like oh these guys are gonna get a shock like one thing i did remember like when you guys came to see the uh, uh, Osher Gup, I was like, these guys are gonna be fucking like, they're yeah. gonna be rocked. Yeah. <laughs> like, mate, um, to be fair, I've I've been to my share of pantas. I know this wasn't panther, but like, mm. as a musical, that held. I I was just so shocked because when he came out with the American accent and like <laughs> what. I was, I was you so do a better shot than I do. I was like so <laughs> taken aback, and it was like, and then when it came to the end, and there was all the like, is he gay? Is he not? Wait, I love playing. What are we doing here? Because I ask myself that question every day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the existential angst as you get on the bus. It's like, am I gay? Am I am gay? I, what am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, me- I remember that. Like that. That's just again. I think that's credit to to a lot of the amateur societies. Like there are, there is talent in this country, yeah. and oftentimes it can be perceived as like fucking amazing. And like I- I've seen so many actors like perform at the amateur level. No, I've just been blown away by. We really don't have a platform for acting, do we? Like in the in the same way we do like music or something, where Dylan can just be like, "Oh, check out their music, their music, and their music." There's no way to be like, "Oh, yeah. check out this," unless you can go to a show, I suppose. It's very niche, like, but but one thing I I've noticed is this, the the same like we call it kind of amateurs and aim shows over here, like other places like the UK, uh, US, it would be very much community theater, and like. Even that word kind of triggers something, am I right? Uh, yeah, because like, I'm that like, sounds shy. That's it, yeah. Like, like, and to be honest, I'm not going to lie, like, every show, like, the Hollywood Eyes predict, like, projection, you know, there's, like, this one character, it's like, you guys come see my play? Yeah. And then, like, they fucking take them, and it's like, yeah. it's just dirt. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but you were great. And, like, yeah. some wholesome moment happens, and we're all happy and laughy, whatever fuck. Um, that's exactly how everyone sees com- community theatre, I think. That makes sense. So it's like, it gets a bad rep and plus if you do look up like 
YouTube like footage of like up like I don't know some musical full show and you get like a fucking high school production you're like oh geez. yeah it's like yeah. you assume that every production you go to see from a high school or every production you go to see from community theater group is just gonna be wank yeah and I don't blame them like it's trust me like if you look up any community theater show on YouTube most of the time you're just like what, what? yeah like, yeah. How do they let the kids do this? How do they let these actors do this? Like it's like, it's just yeah. I can understand why people don't take the chance in it more. But uh, if you know, like <laughs> a lot of societies in the country, like there's a lot of money goes into this shit. Like a lot. Like there's a lot of actually like people that just give money to the societies. Yeah. Like, and just say hey, go go fun. Make make a fucking nice set. Get some nice costumes or the fucking like. And the truth is, you don't even need a big budget to have a professional looking show. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, and I've I've been on some sets where it's like particularly uh, shout out to the guys with the Adams Family set, <laughs> but like the Adams Family set that we had. To was be fair, the pictures amazing. from that look unreal. That, the, like yeah. the set was just incredible. Like it was. Uh, also, shout out to the guys. I think the same guys who did the Mike Collins set. <laughs> my, my, uh, like, if this picture is probably on my social media, like at the Mike Con- like Michael Collins show, and mm. the set was just we had such a tiny stage and a tiny hall, but the, the stage looked amazing. Like a, yeah. like a reconstruction of GPO. And so it was just fucking, it was unbelievable. Um, yeah. Like it, it, I think if there's anyone listening who hasn't tried it, you can't necessarily do your research unless you know <laughs> who's in it or, or yeah. whatever it is, but like give them a chance. The Where do you find, Cause like I, I, I never see posters for them unless you send me a link to an event or anything like that. Do you just, like, um, where do you see them mostly? Or how do you, it, it is it is actually very much like most people that do come see are people who know, who know? people in the yeah, show that makes sense. like it's very rare that you just get someone stum- stumbling no no personally i would be someone now who'd be like i'll go fucking see that and yeah. it's like if i see a show on it's like even like college little shows i'd be like fuck it i'll pop in for a few minutes to see what it's about mm. and, and like whatever fucking just see uh usually <laughs> to be fair there has been multiple times it's like i shouldn't have done that <laughs> it's like oh, that was this a waste community theater yeah that's community theater. like it's literally like heads or tails yeah. like it, it's you either get a decent production or a terrible production and sometimes that decent can be amazing but uh yeah it's um i forget the fuck we were talking about. i've lost track what what were we saying that's right that's uh, all right look that's it. Listen, no worries no worries, no worries. No worries. i was asking where you can actually find out where these shows are on yeah, I get that like from a knockline perspective because there's fo- there's no knockline society. Uh, the yeah, mate, it's called the rich. It's one percent. <laughs> <laughs> the nearest is actually uh, probably my home society, which is HX- HXT, which is Harold's Cross Tala. Um, they're like they used to be Harold's Cross Musical Society, and like I assume like it's some Italian musical, or I don't know how to fuck, but they basically combined and made HXT. Um, and like to be honest, you would actually never see like a poster unless you were looking for it yeah like on the actual civic theater or whatever there it is oh, right, or, yeah. or whatever or so you uh, have to get people who are already interested in yeah but plus like <sighs> societies now they don't need to put posters everywhere anymore like social media just do all the marketing for them yeah um, and one thing like people you notice is all ticket prices for amateur shows are shooting up lately really uh like now obviously there's inflation but like it used to be like 10 to 15 quid hmm? to go see an amateur show now you're looking at between 18 to 24, 25 quid uh, for like, but the, in saying that, like the shows are getting better with the, the more prices charged. But if you look at professional show, you can get into potential professional shows for about 25, 30, 30 quid. Like if you go like on a sale or to show that's not in high yeah. demand, you can get into shows for cheap, like really fucking cheap. Me and Maeve had this pipe dream when we were in London uh, back in January of 2020. 
<laughs> and uh, we were just sitting at the breakfast table and I was like, Jordan always bangs on about this Hamilton shine. And I whipped out my phone and I was like, there's one on near us, obviously, because we're in the fucking West End. And um, it was like, you can enter a raffle or you can buy a Hamilton ticket. The Hamilton tickets were like 200 pounds. Yeah. I've gone, that is I've gone three times. Insane. For most of my money is gone, to be honest. Like that and Dervin Hansen I went to see. Uh, myself in Georgia went out for fucking three shows we went to see. Mm. Did we see three in the end? I fucking forget. That's right, man. That's mad. No, we saw Hamilton, Dervin Hansen. Oh, we saw Hamilton, Dervin Hansen, and we tried to get to another one, uh, which was Book of Mormon, but there was no fucking Yeah, I've heard that's a good video. That's written by the guys who write South Park, Yeah, so. I've seen it once, and it's fucking, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. Oh, my God. It's sick. Being a weird... Book of Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> Buy tickets right now. In my bio. <laughs> <When> you, <laughs> link in bio. Swipe up for more. Yeah. That's unreal. But no, I'm really excited to... Like, I think during lockdown, as the arts have been one of the main things to take the biggest hit, I think as soon as things open back up, the next things to be hit up will be music and art and festivals and all that good stuff. Yeah, there's going to be an explosion of yeah. that stuff. Like, you're going to see... Like, obviously, a lot of musicians and stuff can still produce because it'll yeah, be like behind the scenes and the then same. it's not the same because yeah. there's no live performances or anything like yeah. that so like everyone's doing what they can to stay afloat like you're, mm. I'm noticing a lot of people that I know on the social feed like posting videos and I'm singing like and just being like hey uh, just remember me I'm, I'm still, still talented yeah, I'm yeah. still talented uh, and I'm like yeah class mm. <laughs> um, no like I, I fully support it like I'm like, like yeah show me your talent mate because yeah, yeah. like when like let me see how much success, I can dwindle that. Success leaves clues. So, if, like, let's say I see someone in the scene who I'm like, I really would love to have that voice or, yeah. or love to have some, something about that dude. And it's like, I will study every fucking part of that. Mm. Like, I've spent more time, like, sorry females, but I don't listen to female vocalists. I just can't. It's very rare that I sit down and listen to a song. Wait, so we actually female. have to wrap up now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting cancelled. No, it's it's just the thing. Like, I, I ha- I've developed this thing where it's like, I'm paying attention to the vocal technique of every vocalist like yeah. from now on. So it's like, study, what are they doing? How are they doing that? It's like, and like, that's why I was like, I, I, I just have a habit now, especially when Danny plays, like, you see what he's doing there is a bit of false sound mixed with hand voice. And I was like, it's like, it's so fucking like, yeah, <laughs> just a waste of conversation, a waste of breath. But it's like, but it's my passion, all right? But, but why <laughs> don't you pay attention to female vocalists then? Is it just because they're doing I, it so I well? I can't relate to it. Really? Because I'm like, I can't sing like that. What oh, the fuck right. am I listening to? Like, it's, it's completely turned me off. Leona Lewis and choose me my fave. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Um, but <laughs> Everyone listened like, what the fuck? That wasn't funny. Um, <laughs> oh my God. What was it that I, that I said earlier that was funny that wasn't funny? We were Did in the car. Something? We were in the car driving. And I was like, Jordan, that just wasn't funny. And you were there dying. Like, I knew it wasn't funny. I'm bad at jokes in general. But then I was just there, hold on. I know that's Oh, bad. fuck. What was it? It's on the fucking... Oh, I don't know. Well, that was actually... Like, you didn't make a joke. But I said, ah, oh, that's pretty, there's a good one, Ren. Or something like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it might come back to us. Yeah, it just absolutely It, it just needs to be unlocked somehow. Oh, my God. Yeah. We had fun here. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Hold yeah, on. that was fun. Yeah. Um, I, I, thanks to Jordan. I, uh, in 2019, got to go to the like the gym for the first time in so so long. My God, that's why I said in 2019. Don't worry, it was last yeah. year that Jordan took me to the gym, and mm. sorry, two years, two years ago. Uh, 
But oh my, I haven't done a deadlift in so long. Yeah. It was so, so nice. Yeah. Um, no, it was like, as soon as like you messaged me, and obviously that's, I was in said gym in 2019. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you messaged me, I was like, mate, if we're doing this podcast, you might as well come and train. Yeah. You know what I mean? And obviously like, here we are two years later doing the podcast <laughs> after that fateful day. Yeah, no, it was insane. <laughs> um, oh, it was such a fun time. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know. I was there. I was picking things up, putting them back down again at a slow and steady pace in full range of motion. God, what a time to be alive. I haven't done that in so long. Yeah. Honestly, it's better than running. And not to mention, I was impressed by the form and, and, and the, the fucking I swung weight. I, I swung one kettlebell and just goes, oh, mate, that form is immaculate. Immaculate. Where did you get that? <laughs> I actually did say immaculate, yeah. didn't I? <laughs> which is, just go which walk, which like, we could swing kettlebells like, like that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> But like even we were fucking smashing PRs and fu- yeah, like, but like I, I not necessarily PRs but like we were fucking lifting heavy. We we're like I don't know. I think we were like in a, an alpha off or something at one stage. You were but just uh, not not that I was. <laughs> it was just like you were just sitting. You know, you're just standing there going. I think I got one forty before. Do you know what? Just keep going? pushing. Just keep, just keep going. Like, and I was just kind of there. Like Jordan might have a point. Like when am I? When am I going to be able to get to a gym again in two years? Like, like just fucking push. Yeah, yeah I was just like just fucking just go for me. And then we yeah. ended up. Going up, and to be fair, nothing better than that. Nothing yeah, better than no, that. There's nothing better than smashing a few barbells. Yeah, making some um, loud noises in the middle of the night. Mm, nothing like better. Classic 2012 fashion, having the music playing from a phone speaker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah do you know what yeah, I'm saying? You can get the fucking speaker system working yeah, in the gym. They really should pets. fix that, shouldn't they? Yeah, some <laughs> pets. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <coughs> so, Jordan, what, what are you doing at the minute? What's, what's your crack? I'm just working and waiting for my scholarship results. That's it. That, like, it's very boring. Um, yeah, and listen to a lot in 1975, which is as is, is you're to blame 100 percent for all that. But <laughs> it's a good blame. I like, I'm a big fan now. Good. Even though I used to like rip the sh- fucking piss out of you for fucking. Hold on, everyone used to rip the piss out of you. Hold on, hold on. Hold 1975, 1975, best band in the world. Well. So, so, <laughs> uh, best band in the world. If you're if you're looking for my opinion, um. Second of all, uh, uh, the first time you heard any music that wasn't Snow Patrol or Hamilton on the way back in the car, you're like, what's this? That's that's actually good. Like, do you know what I mean? Is that mute? Is that sound? Man, something like. like we, that's got, like, can you send me that on the CD? Like, you, and you're like, I might listen to that now. Yeah. And then, sorry, then Danny went through whatever. Like, I got him to like the 1975 in sixth year when we were so, on holiday. So basically the prerequisite to liking 1975 is to be depressed and, and, yes. and lonely and, and sad. 100%. How do you yeah. think I got into them for so long? Yeah. Now like, I'm just no, committed. No, like, I, like, that's that's why I've actually kind of started to like them. I'm depressed. No, like, I don't know. Like, you you definitely introduced me, introduced them to me and they had a song on FIFA at the time and I was a big yeah. gamer at the time so I knew I knew everyone their songs. I think it's the sound. And, uh, yeah, fucking when you showed them to me, I was like, eh, I'll listen to a few songs. And I did listen to a few songs, but nothing was, you know, it wasn't connecting. You know what I mean? It just wasn't connecting, man. Right, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but then when we we were actually in your gaff a few fucking weeks ago, and like there were a few 1975 songs, I was like, yeah, cool, 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 mm-hmm. cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we were in your gaff two years ago. Oh, yeah, sorry, two yeah. years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, and we were sitting there, and uh, even though this two years ago, like the lesson from that, time in your graph two years ago is only like reoccurred now like it, it just came up in my conversation it's like ah yes that lesson yeah yes the 1975 so i only started listening to them recently even though ryan told me about them two years ago and to be fair i told everyone about them in 2014 by the way so yeah 
Well, you, you told me about you told me about them, but like it's when you actually showed me. Yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Look at this song. Look at this yeah. song. And I was like, ooh, I like Whoa. that. And he yeah. played the video for Sincerity is Scary. I was like, I'm in. I'm hooked. I'm in. It was like, yes. Yes. But no, to be fair, you, like you need them when you're at your, at your lowest. When you listen to somebody else and you're fresh out of a breakup and you're just crying, like there's absolutely nothing better. Absolutely nothing better. <laughs> and you're sitting on a beach and you're reading through all of the lyrics on Genius because you never really understood what they were saying because they had such, such a thick Manchester accent. And you're like, what are you actually saying? I feel like we're getting somewhere with you here. No, right? it's all right. It's all right. Uh, anyway, scrap that. No, no, I, I don't. I want to ask because I'm not sure if you've clarified in the podcast already. Why the 1975? Now I think I know this answer, but the audience needs to know why did you pick the 1975? Because just like in case you don't know, not all this is all Ryan listens to. It's the 1975. That and Logic is as I heard, Logic. heard today. Yeah. yeah. Um. So why them? Well, if you must know, Jordan. Uh, I remember I didn't like them the first time I heard them. Um, yeah. Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> I was only saying that stuff in the car to be polite. Yeah, yeah, they're great. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's like, can we listen to Snow Patrol now? <laughs> Some Whopper songs in Hamilton, man. I'll show you them. I'll show you them. Yeah. Good, good acting and all, yeah. The reason I listened... Okay, so I didn't like them the first time I heard them, right? This girl I was going with at the time, her and her friend rang in to spin one. Name and chip, no. No. Right? <laughs> <laughs> can we have an, uh, at least uh, an alter ego or like a, what do we call it? An, an alias, is it? Is that no. Alibi, 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 alibi. Alias is fucking. I, I, I'm not, not, not going to be that quick at thinking up names here. <laughs> Megatron. <laughs> Call her Megatron. Megalodon. Megalodon. Uh, Megalodon and her friend uh, Tyrannosaurus. That's the T-Rex. one. T Rex. How, how the fuck do you know me? I don't know. And uh, so herself and T Rex rang in spin with me and I was like, "Hey, my God, could you play Chocolate Bang Nine Seventy Five? Like, you may not know who they are. There is Molly Man of Manchester." And they were like, "Chocolate by the Nineteen Seventy Five. Come right up." And then I was like, "What's this?" And I was like, what, what exactly am I? Why have I turned on my clock radio to listen to this? This absolute. And then, um, long story short, I was supposed to go to a gig then, I think. Uh, and me and me and um, Megalodon, Megalodon uh, ended up parting ways. And so I was like, you know, this is like the first breakup of your entire life. And you're just feeling so in your feelings. So that you turn on the thing and you just hit shuffle on whatever music makes you think of them. And then woman came on and was like, she mistakes, man. And it's all really sad and really like cry. And I was like, this is exactly how I'm feeling right now. And ever since then, ever since I've been committing that internal uh, <laughs> audio self-harm, I've been hooked. That's an awesome answer. Yeah. Before that, it was Coldplay and I still like Coldplay. So. Yeah. Well, Woman's actually my favorite 1975 song. After you told me that story initially two years ago. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, because I, I put it on two years ago. And I was like, lads, I know we're all into this right now. But <laughs> wait, wait till I show you this. I get it. Louis Capaldi's charting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Working on a weekend like usual. Uh, <laughs> um, right. So, yeah, that's, that's, why, that's why the 1975. I don't know why it took everyone so long to cop on. And I'm going to put you on the hot seat here because I'm actually going to turn the interview a little bit here. And here's a few questions. Welcome to the Kind of Jordan podcast. Yeah, the Kind of Crazy podcast. Oh, it's crazy. We don't know who's interviewing who. <laughs> what is this? A discussion? <laughs> I'm Ants My Eyes Johnson. <laughs> Got so many Ants My Eyes. Okay, go on. Um, something I've brought up for yourself. And I've gotten this. An- I've, I've asked you twice now, but I want to ask you again, like on a more like heightened platform, to quote our friend Kieran. Um, is that, I'm not sure if that's the right use of the word Kieran might be able to clarify if he's listening uh, but uh, 
you talk a lot about acting and there seems to be a, uh, I don't know, an interest there. And I'm asking why you haven't acted on it considering you're better at impressions than me. <laughs> Mate, is this coming from Mr. Actorman? This question was asked to me at your surprise party two years ago. Uh, and I was like, George, listen, Nick. Um, to be fair, I was in speech and drama as a as a child. I went to that in school. Myself and Dylan were actually paired for dialogue in their Great Expectations, which is funny. And then I did like I, you know, learned poetry. I have a dog whose name is Spot, and he's sometimes white and he's sometimes not. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I did encore as well. So I have performed in the civic theatre before. So There's you've more training than me. No, I just did speech. <laughs> I have medals for. How many times have you performed in a civic theatre? I've done it like 20 times. <laughs> no, I've done uh, like three. Yeah, yeah. I've done like yeah, over 50 shows yeah. in that theatre, yeah. I have my acting medals downstairs. Do you know how the fuck you're talking to? Joe, <laughs> <laughs> Joe, baby. I am the civic theatre. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Yeah, I, I just. I, I suppose afterwards, I started hanging around with my cousin then, right? Towards the end of like. Uh, Sixth, sixth class, right? And I'd always been hanging around with him, but obviously, um, when you're hanging around in the hearts of Kingswood, being surrounded by the, the lads, um, <laughs> the and like you rock up in your 50 year fedora that you, you, dad, you got your dad to buy you over the internet with your Miami Dade police badge because you're so obsessed with CSI and Indiana Jones, wearing a blazer because you're so obsessed with house and having a briefcase because you wanted to be cool. Um, that gets bet out of you very quickly, Jordan. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like so, so. <laughs> what do you think I kept them on the download when I <laughs> when I went back into it at that like yeah, at older age? School. People <laughs> would have been like, people would have been like, what? Yeah, they would have been like, where though? <laughs> go, away wrong with him? go away from me what, what you doing, you're not part of the brotherhood man yeah but like the way I used to pitch at the lads that did find out it's like women man like all oh, the boards like it's like it's like it's missing we have me pick <laughs> I'm the only bloke there which to be honest at times I was like there's that like there are lads that do it but like they were just getting the monster dress up as lads a, a, any dude out there who's looking to get himself surrounded like just fucking do chorus like do a fucking little bit doesn't matter you could pull the leading lady because there's not a lot of choice there like <laughs> there's just not a lot of choice for, like let's say there's a cast of 40 people 30 women 10 lads those are pretty good lads <laughs> like so like and I only mean, one out of 10 is actually straight so uh, yeah and like most of the dudes like like most of the dudes who are in the shows met their wives true fucking Aww. children it's like that, that like there's a very a classic term you know known as a showman and that that, that happened like every show has a showman it's not a show unless somebody's like Ooh, who's getting Showman's. together at the end of this? Ah, okay. Yeah, it's like who who's gonna smooch the other at the after party? Oh my god! So it's like, yeah, no, there's always like who's who's gonna be the showman this year, and it's always like there's always probably like a young couple that we're just rooting for. Worked there for you, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not well, to name a shame or anything. Yeah, not to name. Yeah, yeah. Even though we've already mentioned it. Yeah. yeah, no, this um, it's resulted in my last two relationships, shows like I've met I met them through shows. Yeah, that's cute, mate. Yeah. So have you ever gotten with someone just like organically, or has it all have you has all of your love interest come from musicals? Seen people organically, um, the old Tinder back in the day. Uh, Remember it well. And yeah, just obviously, then you have your random nights, whatever the fuck you might bump into someone, and then like people, friends, friends, those that those they're the, they're usually the next step. If like it's not someone who's in close quarters yeah. or something that you do, it's like or in the course, like it's like course is another one college is another one but like you always just go to like 
I've got any sexy mates. <laughs> it's like, and, then, and then, mates? then a New Year's Eve thing happens, and it's like easy clothes, easy clothes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's um, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck were we talking about? That's right. We're just talking about your recent love interest That's in the theater world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I'm fucked up here. That's um, right, man. Yeah. You're <laughs> hanging in there. You're hanging in there. You're I'm, doing I'm well. hanging in there. I, I just, yeah. I my, my, my answer to your question about me not doing acting yeah, yeah, yeah. was that it just, like, it got bad out of me. The, not not the, like, urge, I suppose, just, like, the the thinking was okay. <laughs> it was like, no, you don't do that here. Yeah. Um, would you not go back into it, though? How? how? Like, just fucking you did TikToks, didn't you? Something yeah, well, really well. to be fair, to be fair, something I read um before is that to become mature you have to reintegrate the part of yourself that you lost as a child. And I was like, ah, okay. So mm. what was I as a child? And the answer is probably creative and outgoing. Well you are quite creative though. I d- I don't know about that. But I'm you I think do have a lot of creative shit. Like <laughs> Mike like we're talking on it right now like yeah mate that's fair but i don't see that as creative i see that as more just like this is something to do you're you're doing something this is true yeah and no matter like doesn't matter each kind of project slash podcast will have its own unique selling like proposition so like you know what i mean yeah 100 man. no i just i've been trying to find ways over the past year i'd say to just put myself out there again and find different ways of doing that so obviously the podcast is a great way of doing that um so it is like that that i've been trying to pick up again but like that i suppose this is kind of easy because i don't get judged by people at least not to my face you know what i mean they can all do it behind their backs be like that episode was true who's who's he here's something in the in the drama world no one will ever tell you you've done a bad job no one will ever tell you you've done a bad job there's so much like your show was great yeah and it's like is that not like the worst though i fucking hate it I, I sorry. I, I, I hate I hate when I've done a show that was terrible, right? And someone says, Oh my god, amazing. Ama-. It's like, no, it wasn't. And it's like I usually just pull them up straight. No, it wasn't. It was just terrible. Tell me. It's just like you don't have to give me that bollocks. It's like now if I fully believe the show was amazing and yeah. someone's like amazing show, usually you can tell if they're actually telling the truth or not. Mm. Um good the good indicator for that for anyone wondering this is a psychological thing and linguistic thing. If they send you a message after the show, no, when they see you face yeah. to face, if they actually take time to say you were great in this, this was great, whatever the fuck, that's when you know they enjoyed it. Um, that's when you know you did a good job. Like, unless there's someone who's like, ah, look, I'll be nice too. Like, but like most of the time, like people won't just take time out of their day to message. Yeah. So, like when someone says you were great in your play, that's that's the like the the this I suppose the con term that 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 everybody makes fun of. Oh, you're great in your play. Like yeah. you know, it's like. So, like, it's just throwing them on casts. But, like, there's actually people who still use it to be, like, yeah, great in your play, yeah. Are people like that? Do they have, like, societies that will go and see other societies' plays and then just go up and mindfuck them and be like, oh, that was great. Dude, dude. Like, as someone who's known as a society whore, and I've been around the block with society, sleeping with many societies. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a player, <laughs> if you get me. Uh, there's so much, like... <laughs> competition that's like most of the time unspoken but the ANS awards do incentivize yeah. like one society outperform the other yeah as uh, particularly like local kind of rivalries i remember one time two shows uh, two societies involved with the exact same show and i picked the one that i thought was going to be better <laughs> so was it uh hired man that no was, no but like oh. was it was it better oh well like it, it's It'd be well, very, well you were in it, let, so let's put it this way. Yeah, I, I'm going to think it was better, but if I look at it from an objective standpoint, 
and I look back at my performance and I'm like, yeah, I thought it was great then, terrible now. I'm just right. like, shit now. Right, right. Uh, and then like, if I look at it from that sense, because I'm actually very harsh on myself, that show was a million times better than the other one. Uh, and that was beca- that was just because th- there was levels to the effort that was put into it. And it was just like, I knew one society had more power mm. uh, when it comes to actually performing something like this to the best of the ability and it was like and then i'm not gonna lie when i went to see uh the alternative now i just realized i have to blurp at the show now in case someone listens that knows me because a lot of people were in this show that i'm gonna say it it was one of the worst fucking shows <laughs> i've ever seen Christ. uh yeah <laughs> and i was just there like how can you make one of my favorite shows that i just did like a month before or mm. even it was like a week or two before they did their version how can you make me hate it all of a sudden i was oh, like no. never want to see it again um no i know i would go see it again if i if i but like there's certain times where you, you kind of do watch a society and you're like why did yeah. they pick that show and it's like no i want them to prove me wrong i've never been like i hope that society is a terrible show i never I like because the last thing i just feel horrible for someone that's on, in part of it and if it is if those turn out terrible it's like oh geez, yeah it's like i feel for you yeah because i've been there yeah. i've been in terrible yeah. shit and it's like that's it that's why it's like now if you are just someone who's having fun with it yeah look grand but i I was never someone who i was having fun but i was not just having fun i wanted to be the best yeah and like still will always want to be the best will i be the best never probably but it's like it was just it's something to work towards mm. if you fall short like it's, it's grand and i'll just be happy where i've gotten like but are societies petty like are there things that other societies would do that you guys be like oh look most of the time societies help each other and like there is a there is a very positive community however there is a dark side to it kind of thing and not in like oh like really dark it's like it's just shit like that people lying straight to your face and then like they bitch about you behind your back and it's yeah. like like i i kind of live for it though i'm like i don't know like it's it, like it's like, har- it's like a harmless schoolboy <laughs> banter kind of thing yeah like it's just like here's all the drama yeah here's what this person said oh they didn't like that show yeah, or, yeah. or it's like oh you mean that show it's like we've all played into it and because it's fun and like if you don't think it's fun then like then you're evil if you're doing it if that's the case yeah but yeah. It, but it's it's fun because it is fun it's fun to gossip it, it, it always will be uh but the the only thing is it's like we're all fucking hypocrites when it comes to it as well we've all been part of terrible shit yeah, and we'd be yeah. like he was terrible in that role it's like yeah like uh, i know the typical response is well you do it then but it's also like well, like, you've done terrible shit in the past. Well, come yeah. on. Like, no no good actor hasn't done terrible shit. Like, I'm sure if you went back on loads of audition tapes that really famous actors have done that we think are amazing. And, like, it's like, well, that was shit. Yeah. It's like, a, like you've heard stories like Bradley Cooper and stuff like that. Like, being one, like, some casting director's worst ever fucking really? tape. It's just like, well, he looks like he just didn't have to try. Like, he was <laughs> like, oh, I don't need fucking Bradley Cooper. Like, yeah. And it's like that's what happens yeah it's like and I, i've been a victim of that like i've walked into a few auditions being like that oh, i've got this it's yeah. like i've done this this this, and this and i went to the audition too cocky and didn't give enough and i was like well i didn't get it didn't didn't do my job i'll never i'll never blame a, a director for not casting me or someone not picking me um i i will if, it, if i'm like okay well it makes no sense to pick me kind of thing. Yeah. But like, I'll get angry if I'm like, but why'd you pick that? If, if that was the alternative, I'm like, okay, right. Uh, like that's just going to hurt a little bit. <laughs> me when I get the email back from my job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's, 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 exactly. <laughs> but like, it, it's, it's very much like, oh, I just didn't do enough to convince you mm, that yeah, I, I was, I was the first choice and should have been the first choice. Uh, and then, yeah, no, it's fun. 
So did you miss it? Mate, I miss it so much. Like, it's fucking insane. Like, it's, uh, that's why, like, I, I found a way to, to kind of quench the, the hunger that was there a little bit. Um, as regards, like, getting back to some level of performance or, like, the, the, f- I remember I did my four audition tapes in one night between, I think it was probably like. This for four, the scholarship. Yeah, yeah. I think it was between 4 p.m. and probably two o'clock that, that morning. I spent recording the things. And to be fair, I wouldn't have spent that long if I actually knew the pieces going into them. <laughs> I was learning them. As you were and then And like I was singing it while I was learning it or reading the lines while I was. And like I remember just being like, okay. I've got my contemporary song down. Yeah. I got my legit song down. Perfect. They're very happy with them. Look, I'll just send them. They're grand. Everything's perfect. Did my uh, contemporary monologue, like, able to fucking act again, like, really dig deep and, like, do something really serious. And it was, like, amazing. What'd you do? I did uh, this, like, really depressing monologue from a play called Blue Surge. It's oh. very it's very unknown. Like, I was very artsy when I picked it. It's was like, what will they never know? And I was like, I found this, like, YouTube clip with, like, five interviews some dude doing it. I was like, dude, I like that monologue. What is it? What's it got, like? Uh, <laughs> do you want a performance? <laughs> um, I'll actually, I'll, I'll show you the video after. Because uh, I showed Danny it when, before I sent it, actually. I was like, yeah. what do you think of that? Like, is there anything that you'd notice that isn't natural about it? And he was like, no, it's grand. I was like, awesome. That's all, that's all I want to know. Because, like, you can get very caught up in your own shit sometimes. You're like, look at my masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can just be, like, picking it apart. Um, like, yeah. <laughs> but um, that kind of kept me going. And then got through the contemporary monologue, right? And the Shakespeare monologue. I spent five hours, I think, of, of that day mm-hmm. trying to record my Shakespeare monologue. It's just hard to say. I don't know what I, I don't know what was wrong with me. I, I I'd never experienced anything like it before. It's like I can't remember my lines. Every time I get to a certain point, it's like, I, it just breaks down. And I, I probably shot, I'm not gonna lie, two hundred takes of the Shakespeare monologue. None of them were like complete takes. I never got to the end. Was it how long was it? It was about a minute and a half monologue. Ooh. But that's nothing with pauses and like if I actually showed you the script, it's only like probably twenty lines. Yeah. Like just boom, 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 boom. But you kind of have to like, yeah, kind of have to understand Shakespeare so that you can perform like, it right. But that wasn't the issue. It was like, okay, I know what he's saying. I just could not get the words into my head, and then eventually I I got a decent take, and I was like, okay, I'm still fucking like not happy with this. Uh, but so I sent it to uh Georgia, and mm-hmm. I was like, watch that. It's like, what the fuck do you... Can you make sense of it? Yeah. It's like, because Shakespeare's a little wank. Yeah. Like, I love it, but it's wank. <laughs> and I was like, can you make sense of that? Does that fucking work for you? And it's like... And then she was like, no, I actually really like it. And then all of a sudden, I was like, well, no, I'm starting to like it too. <laughs> and I was like, you know, it's actually not oh, bad. Put, put it as your wallpaper then, will you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, put it up on YouTube as well. Get a few quid. Um, but uh, no, it's then, then I was like, huh, my edition's done. All, like, probably about five or six hours before it was due and so that's like <laughs> the only kind of acting you've done this year that's yeah crazy. well yeah like so but like that's what made me realize yeah i'm up one to this mm. oh fuck it all like i'll do anything to do it um have your societies talked at all about like when things are opening back up for oh, they keep having agms and, and, and like obviously nothing's being done nothing can happen there yeah so it's uh yeah like it, it's it's going like and it's it's fucking shit for people who who would actually kind of share my passion and share yeah. my ambition and stuff. And then like, they didn't have the outlet I, I had, like, as I said, like I very much like couldn't sing in my house, 
couldn't take care. So it's like one of the problems we solved. If I stayed late enough in the office, I had it to myself. Yeah. And I was like, right, that's where I'll practice. And, and it's like, that's where I had my outlet. And that's where uh, I was able to kind of be like sure that I was ready to go for something like the scholarship. And then obviously it gave me a venue to record the fucking audition because I would never record that shit at home. And Fair. like, <laughs> yeah. So were you just in the gym of the, the office? Just being I was in the gym in the office with a camera on a bench press. Or like, a, sorry, a, a bench uh, that was cranked to the top from yeah. the shoulder press position or overhead press or whatever it is. Uh, and then I basically gorilla potted the camera to the top of the bench and yeah. just turned it towards me. Uh, and then just literally, I put a road mic on for the sound quality. Had one of my phones, actually, no, I, yeah, I had one of my phones just like basically on the side there. Dealing drugs. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool iPhones, you know. <laughs> when, you, when you lose your wireless headphones, you got to go back to the wired headphones. I had to use two phones for a while. <laughs> but um, I just basically had that there, and that was playing the music from YouTube, like an instrumental. Yeah. I just feel like fucking record. Like it was, it was mad. The 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 three things before the six from analog took me probably like two, three takes, four takes before I was like, awesome, that's it. Um, and then Shakespeare uh, over about two hundred takes. I I never seen frustration like it coming. I was like I was like I, the, some of the stuff I if people heard some of the stuff I said in that shit in that night, like I I'd be arrested. <laughs> Like I was, I was calling myself every abuse and the camera every abuse. I was, I was losing my mind. Um, but yeah, like best Jordan. Yeah, that's, uh, it's, it's it's great, but I love it. Do you have a strategy for remembering your lines, or is it just like no re- repetition? Repetition and just kind of like yeah. thou shouldst not have been old; thou have been wise. Yeah, it's like the one one thing that I always like. I I don't go into shows with scripts. So like I, I, I what I'll do is I'll find a recording of the show and I'll just listen to it and I'll listen to it enough anyway that I'll just like I know what the next line is I know what the, I know what, like I just yeah I I actually learn more auditory like the last three or four shows I've done I haven't had a script fairly like I've just been like you oh know, we're doing that show yeah that's on Spotify you know the concept like, of the lines and so you're just like I know I know like the the main words but I can fill in a few yeah like it's um. I'd I'd still know like every every line like if if I if I have to look up the script to like be clear on a line I'll do that but like most of the time it's just auditory it's like well what did they say or sometimes I'll just be like hold on the way he said it didn't sound nice so now I have to look up the script to say if he improvised a line if he fucking added that in yeah. or whatever so that's the only time I ever look so up it's script. like if you're doing like the play the Wolf of Wall Street mm. it's like okay I watched this enough times to know and then it's like oh you, you know what you're yeah, it's you, like, like it's, you, you can quote a movie then exactly it's like how we were doing the interventional cable before we hopped on and like, it's like we were just able to quote basically yeah. nearly every line without having like it was just because we've listened to it so much hmm. so that, that's how like I've learned stuff and like it was it's very rare that you'd see me in rehearsal with, with a script unless someone gave me a script like sometimes like they basically say print out your script yeah, sometimes yeah. they give you a script if they gave me a script i'll potentially use it for the first year just to be like so this is different like yeah just yeah, to yeah. be like i'm making sure i am following shit along because some directors hate that that yeah. when you come in with a script they want you to write notes and stuff yeah, and i'm yeah. I'm always one of those guns like if you told me to do it i'll do it yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> class <laughs> but uh yeah no i also find that though it kind of can encourage people to get off script quicker as well because mm-hmm. I remember, like one, like my first, like kind of female opposite lead, uh, that it was actually all shook up. And I remember she was like, "Oh, like the script situation." It's like, "Oh well, I, I kind of know it." And like we were just kind of <laughs> talking, and she was like, "Oh well," I, and it's like, it's like, and one thing I remember actually saying, I was like, "Oh, I respect." So she was like, uh, 
basically, oh, I'll go, I'll go away and like learn it as quickly as possible, yeah, yeah. so we're off script and it makes it better. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's like awesome, fucking amazing. That's that's fucking awesome here because I'm I'm very much like get the script out your hand as soon as like if I'm a director, I'd be a fucker for scripts. I'd be like, get that fucking script out your hand. Yeah, is like because the real performance won't come out until the script's not in your fucking Don't hand. Even it's a crutch. The act. It's a crutch. Yeah. So like. Some people is. <laughs> Some people can make script totally look so natural. It's fucking weird. But um, yeah, that's my tangent of script. It's pretty yeah. sick tangent, mate. I don't think I have anything to top it. Yeah. Do you have any questions for me? I know you said you wanted to flip around. Yeah, look, I want to learn more about the heartbreak of Ryan. That, that encouraged in 1975. I thought we were go. No, no. Like, I, I know you said, go. like, scenario, but, like, there. obviously there's a lot of stuff that culminated in, in that. I simply cannot go there. For legal that. reasons? For legal reasons. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Yeah. I plead the fifth? Is it plea, a plea the fifth? Oh, plea. I thought you said a, a plea. I was like, apply? No, no, just please the fifth. Like, <laughs> it was like, you know what, what, what did you say? <laughs> oh, I get you. Like, yeah. No. English now. Like, no. Um, like, I can, I can, how to put it. When, when I was like f- 15, I think I was one of the, like, I ended up on Tumblr of all places. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, um, this this hasn't. This sounds like a villain origin story or something. <laughs> Brian Rose <laughs> for mayor. Oh, you look like a Bond villain. But um, yeah, no, I ended up on Tumblr and stuff, and like um, the the girl I was with at the time, she 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 was just not in like the mental state that you should be at that age, or maybe maybe it was, I don't know. But then also like I just kind of w- sponged that up, you know. Yeah. It's like whatever you do, I do, baby. So even if that <laughs> means gonna be dead. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like and then ended up on the like the dark side of Tumblr. So obviously I just went like down the rabbit hole of feeding my my loop of depression. Yeah. And then that that gets there, man, you know? Yeah. Like Tumblr is a dark place, or at least it was. Social media can be a very dark place, to be honest, most of the time. Yeah. TikTok's like the only app that's like, ah, this is happy. Yeah. <laughs> unless you Until put up a video. <laughs> but unless you put a video and people just hate on you. Like yeah. like Dylan and that young one. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's it's like it. One thing pissed me off is like people all of a sudden think they have superiority over someone because they have a different opinion, and I know that's something you you're definitely heavily like you feel things about. I remember I was in a, in a tutorial <laughs> in, in politics before, and we were talking about the wage gap. Oh, and I just kind of weighed in. I was like, "Well, well, let's well, let's, let's talk, talk about, about that. that. Let's let's break that down. You know, like it's not so obvious that women don't. It's illegal. So." What you're saying is companies are breaking the law every day. Yeah. I don't think so, Sunshine. Like, and I, and I just kind of went in and obviously... The Peterson I, show. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, listen, it's... Do you hear that? Your fan is going like... Oh, no, no. Sorry. I thought I heard like... I, I genuinely heard like a scream. What? Dude, no. you're tripping. <laughs> no? I'm fine. You're tripping, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you trip. <laughs> oh no, that was fucking scary. I genuinely really? heard like a high pitched scream. You heard a scream. It was just like a like a sound effect in a horror movie. That kind of scream. I was like, this just became a Halloween special. In in fucking what? We're we still March, are we? Yeah. Hey, it's Wednesday, my dudes. I'm 31st of March. Okay, I thought you were gonna Last say April Fools. I was gonna get real scared. Oh, imagine that. It's like, we weren't recording the whole time. <laughs> we well, should just keep we recording until April Fool's. What do you think? Nah, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Who is up for a 24-hour episode? <laughs> just live streaming? <laughs> yeah. We're we just going to be talking for 24 hours. 
Jan Michael Vincent's calling all Jan Michael Vincent's the Quadrant Seven. <laughs> Two brothers, and they're actually just brothers. Oh no! And the moon. The like, only certain people, only kings will know what we're talking about there. Yeah, kings and queens. I, I I will have to end up cutting this up a lot more than I thought I had to. Yeah, look. It is what it is. It's fun. It is what it is. You're more than welcome to cut like half of the the shit Mate, I spoke. Absolutely not. Like I could simply never do that to you. No, I want you to. <laughs> That's the whole. Mate, how else would we get an hour and a half out of a podcast if it wasn't for you? As I said, we'll wind you up and let you go. Yeah. I really need help with that. No, mate, it's <laughs> phenomenal. That's what I said. Like, I, I didn't think it'd be this easy because I was like, there w- I was skating on some thin ice up my mind trying to keep all my thoughts together. I was like, going there. And then I was like, Jordan's actually talking. Jordan's doing me such a solid right now. I can just sit here. And my, my mind was like, bam, me on ice. I, th- I don't think it would depend. Like, it just doesn't matter what state I'm in. If you bring up fucking musicals, I'm like, yeah, so here's page 219 <laughs> of my musical A to Z fucking alphabet soup guide. Do you like, know the way you said you wanted to write a song earlier? Would you ever write a musical? Oh, I wish I could. I wish I had the talent to do that. I just don't. Not right now. <laughs> when I <laughs> get I'll trained. Learn. Maybe I'll learn someday. No, it's, uh, it's, it's like, how the fuck? Like, let me ask you this. I tell you to write a musical today. How the fuck are you going Let about it? Let me ask you this. Why? Why is that? <laughs> like, why is that? Let me ask you this. No, but why like, are you investing in yourself? This, this, this <laughs> why? What's the cost of not doing this? Uh, <laughs> like, when, when... Fuck, what the fuck was I saying, man? Um, Belfort took over there. So, let me ask you a question. Yeah. I can't remember what happened before that, though. What was the topic? It was... Uh, let me ask you, if I told you to write a musical today, how the fuck are you going about it? Like, and you have like 48 hours to get it done. So I copy the script of Grease, but instead change Danny to Ryan um, and then change Sandy to Stanley and make it a 21st century homosexual uh, musical. And then people would buy it. But what about the songs, Ryan? People know you stole the songs from Grease. That's the tricky part. I think the script, the script comes. It doesn't matter what the script is. You need to write songs. Some some shows don't even have scripts. They're literally just songs. No. Yes. Hamilton is like very much like no. not a script. It's like just rap, 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 rap. It's basically song, 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 song. There's like one or two like ah, there's a bit of dialogue, but like very much there's like it's like lame is is quite like that yeah. at times. Um, same with uh, Miss Saigon. There's loads of shows like that. Were you ever into those um, epic rap battles of history things? Um, I remember them, yeah. I remember, uh, oh, Beethoven versus Bieber or something like No, yeah, Beethoven versus Bieber. That was my favorite one. It's like, ask Bach, I've got more cock than Smith and Wesson or something like that. And it's like, never say never, you'll never be forgetting. <laughs> uh, it's like, there's some fucking, like, some of those burns back in the day. Epic rap battles of history. Whatever the fuck it was back then. It was fucking me. First year, second year vibes. It's like going home. Watching that was second year. Adolf yeah. Hitler versus Dort Vader. It's like <laughs> it would just be it would just be cancelled now. Imagine giving Hitler a rap battle. That's so funny. That'd just be cancelled now. But that, that's exactly how he said it though. <laughs> I know it's get more outrageous each time. Yeah, yeah. It would be so stupid. It's like Master Chief versus. <laughs> Leonidas <laughs> and then, then like 
be the most stupid fucking rap ever. But like whoever those dudes were, what, they were kings. What was your like go to like come home from school YouTube videos? I used to watch a dude who was a Minecraft YouTuber at the time. If I looked at those videos now, I'd be like, what the fuck was I watching? <laughs> it's like a baby watching Pokemon here. Like. Findar. Findar, if you're listening, mate, we miss you. Come back. Come back. Oh Findar needs God. to make a comeback. But uh, there was this dude called Sly Foxhound. Right, yeah. Um, And he was like, oh, like his channel's completely dead. Like Minecraft, like, and basically he took him to like a million subs. And like, it's like, holy shit, he's big. And yeah. then like, all of a sudden, just uh. everything plummeted. Like, he's still going, to be fair. Like, if I watch one of his videos now, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, and to see why he appealed to me, like, at, at 12, 13, 14. Like, and it's like, oh, I was such a weird kid. No wonder I was a loser. But, like, him, he would have been one of the channels. Yeah. Um, Evergrad Battles History was always there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, KSI, before no, he was before he was man. big. Before he was a boxer. Before, before he was everything. Yeah. He, is a, he was a FIFA YouTuber, and mm. I started watching him. Like, that, that, like, there was always, like, look forward to a, a KSI video. Uh, PewDiePie actually back in the day, I've been I've been an OG PewDiePie back from like 2000 fucking was it 10 10, 10 11 around yeah. that time I was like yeah OG oh, PewDiePie like with him from like his first 2000. Fun fact, <laughs> my claim to fame. Yeah, and then he's like over a hundred mil or something. It's, it's crazy, like because I remember I was a big thing of gaming YouTube. So anyone that yeah. ever got any any sort of feature at all, I knew them. And oh, I, really? I subscribed to them and just like I didn't I didn't even watch the video. I just knew who everyone was. And like, remember those like drama alerts on fucking YouTube? Um, huh? Keemstar, do you ever hear Keemstar? Keemstar Raw? What's that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he used to, he used to be involved in the Call of Duty community. I think that's mm. when he was called Keemstar Raw. Uh, he was, he does this drama alert. You see him on Snapchat fucking highlights or the fucking. Yeah, all those alert. YouTubers have just moved yeah, on. Yeah, he's Snapchat like, ads. David Dobrik has been accused of rape. The, um, it's, it's like, it's like those stupid me the videos. on that actually. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> you, I don't even really know who Dave Dobrik is. Like, I that's how out of the loop I am. He's a YouTuber. Yeah. And he has Did, money. There was, um, most of them do. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, that's a lie. Um, 10% of them do. But, <laughs> there's a girl that Maeve showed me before, I think it was like, last summer or something, and it was this girl that has an OnlyFans. And her whole gist, well, not her whole gist is, but the one thing, the one takeaway I have from her is that she has no nipples. Okay. Right? And like she was, just doesn't have them? I think she was like getting uh, breast implants and obviously they have to like cut off your nipple and then reattach it. So when I saw it, she was like, I don't mind. <laughs> it was like <laughs> trying to work out where the line of nudity is. It's like, where where is it acceptable for me to show being a nude girl? And it's like, it's okay. The nipples aren't there. So technically you're not really seeing anything it's that's in your skin. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> Such a bad taste. <laughs> Person. But I mean, you're not wrong. She posed for OnlyFans, but supposedly she was in the like hype house with David Dobrik or whatever, and he just like used his position allegedly to like force himself on all these girls and put them in uh what what you know those um those implication kind of situations. Yeah, but she won't say no. The implication, because the implication. always funny. Shout out, always funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> surprised that that hasn't got cancelled. Yeah. Uh, like that's the thing like anything can be fucking cancelled now like I was talking to one of the guys in the gym earlier oh two years ago sorry yeah. and uh, he's basically saying like how did the office get away with what they did 
And it's like, it was a different time, man. Mm. Like, the office just had so many offensive fucking jokes. And it was like, yeah, because like, he was open. Watch it back now. I'm like, oh, it's so refreshing to see people just not give a fuck. Yeah. And it was like, yes, that's nice. It's offensive, but it's meant to be. We yeah. want it to be offensive. Like, because that's it's funny. Point. Yeah. yeah offend, offending people is funny. Like, and and like this well you're certainly well, willing well, to offend me <laughs> well i love picking on people like yeah. no like I, I love uh i think like if if you you were offended by something um like get over it you know what i mean like in, in the nicest sense it's just like okay unless it really 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 affects you to a personal deep level just fuck off it's you're like you got it but like if somebody like like it's like the whole thing is like a uh, somebody calling you something and it could be the most ridiculous uh, insult ever mm-hmm. like ever it could I be like take it so personally yeah you discombobulated sausage or something like that right let's say that let's say i came out and said that offends me it's like would you not be like that's quite a funny like that's a funny insult it's like you know when those fuckers like the, that tweet like and their grammar's so bad, they're literally just like 10-year-olds going like, ha-ha, you gay, or whatever <laughs> whatever the fuck they insult they want to hurl at, mm-hmm. like someone. And then that, like, celebrity deletes their Twitter, I'm getting bullied on Twitter. It's like, oh, would you not just look at that and think that's funny? It's like, look at these kids just, like, typing away. It's like, and I think it comes actually from a mindset shift, like, of that kind of, like, does it offend you or does it make you laugh? Or if it does offend you, can it, can you make yeah, it make you laugh? Yeah. Um, and I was like, because it's like one thing is like, I see a lot of shit on Twitter and I used to get really riled up, particularly when I read certain stuff because yeah, for no, some reason be, I'm following fair, people that are like, whoa, I don't agree with you at all, but I'm, I haven't unfollowed because I like seeing their side. I logged on Twitter for about two seconds to check something about trains recently and I just got so angry in like the space of two seconds. I was like, hold on. Dude. What the fuck? No, I, I just laugh at it. I, I, I actually look at like, any stupid shit that's said now and just like or i'm not gonna say stuff i don't agree with i just go i don't know how like it's actually funny how someone comes to that conclusion yeah. and thinks they're like 100 percent right yeah like that fucks me up because then it, i'm i'm one of those fuckers that questions like am i right surely this like, am like, i a bad person there's like a for stati- thinking this? there's a t- statistical probability that you could probably determine to see whether you're right or not and like you know what I mean? Yeah. Are, they're not well, right. Honey, it's arbitrary. How do you how do you measure that? Well, what do you do about that? It's not so <laughs> obvious. I mean, I think that the world's <laughs> we need to be pro cop on, baby. Pro cop on, yeah. Like, look, there's a place where we can all meet in the middle and just say, like, listen, yes. like I understand you don't want to hurt anyone. I don't want to hurt anyone. <laughs> I'm sure we'd like to live in a world where everyone's happy. But, Does that sound fair enough? But the thing is, it's like you, this. It just gets into an endless loophole. Like, let's say someone. Uh, like over here said i'm offended by what you said and then i said i could be like well i take offense for you being offended to what i said and i was like well i take offense to that it's yeah. like it's just a fucking natural like fucking like because to be honest if if we were talking about offense like uh, i find it's rare that something like goes like oh my god mm. that really hurt me mm. it's like that's something else i get the general statement i just don't give a fuck mm. like all this like yeah look i won't get into it but like it's uh <laughs> Like, the stuff that actually offends me is, like, is people's reactions to things of getting offended to something. And it's just like, see, now that offends me. That was, that was <laughs> actually... Like, because you can't take a fucking joke. Yeah, it's like, that, that was actually a joke. Uh, demo, you must have missed that. That was that was supposed to be funny. Just flies yeah. over people's head. No, but, like, the thing is, people, people will only... Like, it's either they agree with something or they don't know. Yeah. And, like, it's just... It's gone beyond, beyond the joke. There's no... There's no introspection, I feel, when it comes to this shit. 
it's just it, a lot of it's fueled by emotion and like we're all guilty of it but like and like just obviously personal preference but like one thing is like that i wish just more people had was a bit more self-awareness and being like am i wrong yeah. do i fully believe this it's like but what if i was in that shit? it's like it's like they claim to be imp- empaths sometimes and it's like well you're not much of an empath if you if you react in this way or whatever it's like it doesn't it doesn't come across that way it's like well if you can only relate to the people that you want to relate to and you're not going to relate to the people who you disagree with maybe there's something there baby yeah well it's like twi- twitter is also just an echo chamber it's like so one person says something it's like i like what you said most of the time it's just people like 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 like, like and you Retweet see like these that. And then you see something that, like, you would fundamentally completely just be like, what? How does this have so many likes? How does so many Mm. people get behind this? And then then you're like, it's just people that are like, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. It's like... I made a witty comment that people seem to relate to. Yeah, about a specific political party in (laughs) Ireland or something. And it's like, oh, fuck off. (laughs) It's like... Shinners for winners. Nobody's happy with with the government. No one ever will be. It's like, no matter what they do, like, no one's going to be fucking happy. No one's ever going to one day turn around and say, see those Fianna Fáil boys? Hear those. Save us all. No one's ever going to fucking say that. Because if that's the case, we wouldn't need more political parties. We'd just be like, right, Fianna Fáil's the best. Clearly. (laughs) No no bias for Fianna Fáil here coming from you, mate. No, I've, I don't think I've ever voted for Fianna Fáil. been a true Fianna Fáil in my whole life. Um, yeah, like, uh, I'm more of a green party myself. Card. Like, who gives a uh, fuck? Simon I, Harris calls me on speed dial. Um, but, uh, what, what was I going to Oh, yeah, I was trying to figure out if there was a time wherever someone had been happy with government. And I just <laughs> don't think it exists. No. Like, when I was asking my mom this question. I was like, hold on, you always give out about the government. Have you ever not? I'm like, have no. you ever just been happy? You'll, about, you'll always find no, some. No, they're all like, fucking bastards. Yeah, Robin like, bastards, a lot of them. <laughs> Like I, I look at like obviously like what's going on nowadays and stuff and I'm like I, I'm stupidly frustrated but like most people are frustrated with the government now and it's like well like <laughs> it's because I feel like they're being lied to well like most most people are being lied to but also like people are actually like blaming the government then Wait, for not getting know? other people to do their bidding and it's like what we, what we have essentially is people who are against the government saying I don't trust what you fucking say I'm gonna fucking do my own thing and mm. then the other people are like if people just fucking stayed at home and wore masks and fucking shit and it's like okay yeah. <laughs> it's like why are you attacking them like we all know what the problem here is yeah. it's like this person's fed you this information you believe it this person said you like the same if yeah. got the same information but they don't believe it yeah. they believe they're being lied to and it's like, I wonder where the problem is. Somewhere in the middle, mm. I think. <sighs> okay. Anyway, Jordan, uh, that, yeah. was, that was fascinating. That was a fascinating chat. It's yeah. going to be, it's gonna be uh, har- horrible for you to cut down, I'd say. There's probably no, a lot no, of I'll, I'll jibber-jabbering I'll enjoy listening to it. Um, obviously, this means we have to do it again uh, oh, at some point. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. And pl- we'll probably have a few more group group podcasts. Yeah. In, in the, the coming, meantime. In the coming yeah. years. Or maybe upload someone from two years. Hopefully two years from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there the, the, the f- a few two years ago we never got around. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll revisit about them. them. Funny enough, we can predict the future. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, and we also remember the past so well. Yeah, like vividly, like it was five minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Jordan, I suppose, where can people find you? Where can people find these musicals? And actually, what should they do if you're someone like me that has like a, an unnurtured talent for acting? Put it out there. Like what? How, like what's what's step one? Do I? No, do that first uh, preference. Like, like if if I was, uh, like if things were normal, as you say, I'd be like, go find somewhere that that suits you. Just like, like a society. Yeah, like yeah. oh, you want to act in the play? Go act in the play. 
It's yeah. like you'll get you'll get somewhere that I'll say you're like yeah you want to act sure yeah here's a part uh want to be in a musical go fucking audition for a musical it's like welcome to community acting yeah it's like if you just if you want to like pursue a certain thing it's like if it's like oh I have a passion for dance but I've never nurtured it it's like well then go go fucking dance it, it, it it's kind of similar but um yeah if you wanted to get into it that like again. A lot, you're gonna see a lot of like fucking TikTok celebs now move into fucking Hollywood acting. You can already see it. Oh, it happened with enough. Vine back in the day. Yeah. It's gonna happen again. You're gonna see, but well, they already are. You're already seeing them move into the, the movie industry and TV shows and, and stuff. Uh, so, like, hey, look, you might get looking at TikTok, and then, but the, the only thing is, just you would always be seen as the TikTok actor. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, is it worth the price of fame kind of thing? Like, uh, so, yeah. It, there's just so many ways to go about it. Like, YouTube's dead now, to be honest. Like, you can't, like, just upload, like, here's clips of me acting and singing on YouTube. No one's going to fucking watch them. Yeah. It's, like, it's like TikTok, though. I'd say if you're someone who's like, I have no platform at all to show my talent, but I want to show people I'm talented at this, 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 this. Just, just learn off movie scenes. Yeah. And then I can Fair enough. There's so people who do that, and they do them really well. So. To be fair, like, I enjoy quoting movies. Like, like yourself in Wolf Wall Street. Like, you can probably yeah. run through it and just... Yeah, the entire script. <laughs> so where can people find you uh, at Bass Jordan Ask, at Bass.Jordan is my Instagram name and you can follow Jordan.Physiotrician that's like my my coaching slash professional page yeah that, that's it that's pretty sick that, hey, and follow Physiotrician the, the business while you're here as well you'll, you'll see that in the bios of I'll, I'll put them in uh, yeah. also you know standards if you're listening on Spotify please follow the podcast if you're on YouTube subscribe and there's a lot of episodes out there. Jordan features in uh, other ones. We have some fun stories together that I'm sure are discussed to some length in the other uh, two podcasts we have that we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, in the meantime, folks, uh, take it easy. Have a good one. Look after yourself. Stay safe. And uh, sign out. Bye, freak bitches.